Hey everybody, it's good to see you all again. This segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode. So in this episode, there is a situation um, towards the end or anywhere in this episode, there is a blank. That means there's no sound coming in the episode. And you might think that is your fault. That is my fault. You can blame me, say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um, what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five-minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one. And enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. Yep. Hi, everybody. Good to see you. We are here with Obsolete. If you guys have been watching virtual concerts, he was on. Um, a couple actually was on, too. And this is also a crazy coincidence because he was actually from Facebook. Um, he was actually from Facebook, too. So, um, welcome. I'm so excited to have you with us. I appreciate you guys having me, for sure. Yeah, of course. And wow, a lot has gone on since, um, since of course, the concerts. Um, which your shows have been amazing. Um, of course, I sat in the whole two hours um, of the ones you did, and the one the the ones that you did was like amazing. I remember. I appreciate that. That's actually how I uh, wound up getting linked up with the guys over at Enigmatic. Um, I did the first one, The Rise of the Phoenix, um, and they had reached out to me. And ever since then, you know, due to that festival, uh, I've actually been working really closely with those guys. So it it paid dividends in a lot of ways for me. And it was just kind of a spurt of the moment. You know, I, I can't even remember how I found out about it, but I'm definitely glad I did it because it's definitely presented some great opportunities since then. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I have a little secret. Um, I don't know if you remember, but we chatted on Facebook. That account's hacked now, but when it wasn't, I did chat with you on... Um, I don't know if you remember me chatting on Facebook. I don't know. I don't think you remember. I was going to say, I think it might, but was it Instagram, maybe? No, we didn't chat. It was Facebook. You were called Jobs okay. and Arts and... On Facebook. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying, possibly if it's been a while, then yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah. I can't tell you how many, how many people I'm constantly talking to daily, just, you know, between promotion and, and everything else, trying to push this music. Absolutely. And you're one of those, you know, when I saw you on Facebook, you were one of those struggling kind, you know, like the ones you would normally see in Facebook groups of music, music promotions. Yeah, that's exactly it, man. I'm, I've been so a little backstory. I've been doing this for a little over thirteen years now. Uh, the first ten, eleven years that I did it, I was part of a like group, I guess if that's what you want to call it. It was me and another guy, 
Um, and we just kind of, you know, did things, you know, how we did them. Um, you know, I'm not going to bash or, or sit here and, you know, sit here and reminisce on old times and act like, you know, everything is what it is. Um, and I'm grateful for it. I've learned a lot, um, throughout those 10 plus years, you know, doing music that way. But, uh, you know, long years I had kids and everything else throughout the years. And, uh, I had, I'd kind of lost the passion, so to speak, um, after him and I had kind of had a falling out and really had a, you know, come to Jesus. Like, is this really what I want to continue doing? You know, he wasn't the only friend, you know, that I have lost along the way. I mean, this, this dream, you know, that so many people chase, a lot of people I don't think realize comes with that. You know, I've, I've lost friendships, relationships, you know, all of that, you know, doing this. And uh, so I, I kind of had a come to Jesus meeting with my fiance and her and I kind of sat down and talked about, you know, do I still want to do this? And, you know, because I always loved doing music. It was never about, you know, I don't want to be rich and famous. I mean, obviously, you know, if it came, I'm not going to complain about it. But, you know, to me, it's just what I love doing. It's it's a release. It's a way to, you know, express how I'm feeling or, you know, just, you know, just getting a, a good vibe. And, uh, you know, I told her, I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it my way this time. I'm, I'm you know, rebranding, starting over from square one. And I'm, I'm you know, going to come up with a new name and a whole new, you know, concept of what I want to do. Um, and that was, let's see, it's 2022 now. So that was in 2020, yeah, the end of 2019, 2020, when I, had, you know, first kind of started back to the drawing boards. Um, and ever since then, I mean, it's, it's amazing. In the last year, I have done the two online festivals that I've done. I've done seven to eight shows in different cities around where I live. Um, and I've done more, you know, in the last year doing music my way than I ever did, you know, in the 10 plus years doing it any other way. Oh, wow. Okay. Firstly, 13 years is impressive. First of all, 13 years. <laughs> And it's what I want. And just wow, like, like I have no idea how much pain you endured. You know, I, I, I've been where you are. Like, I know how that feels like when you're at the bottom. You're at rock bottom, and then you start to question your, you know, musical talent. Um, but the thing that I found most amazing was that you got yourself up. And you're rebranding. I love Obsolete, you know, because that shows that you're different, you know. That shows that, um, that shows that you're not like everybody else. I mean, you're the only Obsolete. There's no, no, there's no other Obsolete, well, at least the way your artist name is spelled. Um, which, how did, like, how, like, I never thought you were gonna, I never thought there was another way to spell Obsolete. <laughs> so, that kind of came from... The name in itself, I don't know if you're a wrestling fan, but, you know, Matt and Jeff Hardy, they kind of did this thing for a while. They were like the dark, you know, Matt and Jeff Hardy. And, um, you know, Obsolete was just kind of one of their things like, you know, Matt's, you know, he was going to delete you and make you obsolete. Um, and Jeff Hardy actually has like a, uh, I don't know if they're a punk band or whatever you would call them, but they're called Peroxygen. Um, and he's got a song where, you know, he had said something about the obsolete and I've been a huge wrestling fan, you know, all my life, um, especially, you know, Matt and Jeff Hardy. And it was, you know, like I said, when my fiance and I had kind of talked about, you know, who I wanted to be and, you know, that's kind of how I'm treating what I'm doing now as an artist, you know, I'm combining 
what I see myself as, as the person inside the studio and, and the person, you know, doing the music, but also a combination of a wrestling character to a point because, you know, that's has a lot of influence on what I do as well. Um, and I don't know why it just immediately that was the first thing that popped into my head was obsolete. And of course, you know, I didn't didn't want to spell it normal because nothing about me is normal by any means. Um, so I sat down and kind of just, just spelled it out the way it was and kind of came up with different ways to spell it, you know, with numbers and this, that and the other. And I, I, I wrote that down and I was like, man, I really like that. It's got got the soul right in the middle of it. It's you know, it still looks like the exact word, you know, just spelled different. And I ran with it and it was, you know, everybody seems to love it. That's one thing everybody notices. They're like, oh, it, I love the way you spelled that. I see you got the soul in the middle of that. Like, you know, because that's, that's what this music is for me. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, you know, everybody, the dream is to to live off music and have millions of dollars in the bank account and live happy, you know. And that obviously if that came, like I said, I wouldn't complain. But to me, this is this is who I am, you know, in my way, I don't, I'm not somebody that will sit down and express myself and emotions and feelings to, to friends or family, you know, but I'll sit down and in a pen and paper and, and, you know, let go some of my harshest things that I don't even want to, you know, think about or talk about. Um, and it's just, you know, the, the passion is, is really what drives it for me. Oh, I, I really love the passion. I definitely love, you know, how much you fought for music. Cause you fought like so much, you know, just you know, just for music. Like, like how insane is that that you fought so much? You know, after you left with your duo, you were able to pick yourself up and then got new music. Like, like, like how did that, how is that even possible? Like, did you ever think in a million years that this would happen? Honestly, when him and I uh, had first fell out, you know, I I didn't. You know, he was literally the first person I ever did music with. Um, and had always done music you know i'd collabed with a few other people and stuff but he was the guy i went and recorded with he was the guy you know that i went and did shows with like so there was that whole can i do it by myself you know i went from doing one one and a half verses a song or you know occasionally two verses on a song to now i'm gonna have to do all three and the hooks you know can i can i do this um and it was really you know just believing I, you know, I'm not getting too much into my backstory and, and where I come from, but, you know, I was, I was always told the opposite, you know, the expectations for me were, you know, nothing. I was a, a little, you know, deviant hoodlum kid that, you know, wasn't ever going to amount to shit. And, you know, so it took many years for me to even believe in myself, but, you know, music is what saved me. Um, and music is where I've always felt like I was at home. So, you know, that doubt was there, but there was also that, you know, that's kind of who I am um, and not acknowledging it. You know, I'm, I'm cheating myself. Oh, yeah, definitely. I had a feeling about cheating yourself out. Uh, I had a feeling about that, too. But it's so crazy how your life turned out because I gave you the concert. I well, I passed you along the phone, I remember, on Facebook. You either were one of those people in the group, or you might have reached out to me. But um, from that point on, um, lost change I can see. Um, yeah, I've uh, I've been been in positions. You know, I I met Wishmaster Beats this year, which was a huge, you know, for for me was a huge thing. Um, 
you know, I've I've got features coming with some pretty big name artists coming up this year that I'm going to be dropping. Um, I, I've been putting in a lot of work. Um, it's been a grind. I'm not going to act like any of it's been easy, but, you know, it's all about how bad do you want it? And, you know, one of my favorite quotes I heard in a song one time, it said, you know, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And, you know, I got to that point, like, you know, not necessarily the success, but if anything, I want to prove to myself and I want to prove to my kids that, you know, no matter what, no matter how many people tell you no, no matter how many people, you know, say you can't, you know, if you just do what you love and chase what you want to do, anything's possible. You know, it's not going to be easy, but anything worth having never is. Absolutely. And, oh, God, that was like Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old soul, man. I mean, that's I, I think that's why, you know, a lot of people relate with my music and, and like, you know, the stuff that I do. One, you know, I know I have a very unique sound, but everything I do is authentic. You know, I mean, I, it's it's genuinely me. I try to, you know, some of my songs I speak personally, but I try to leave it open, you know, so other people can relate. But that's that's my pain. That's my struggle that I'm putting into this music because that's who I am. That's all I know how to be. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to be up here acting flashy and, you know, all of that. That's not me. I'm that humble guy that, you know, looks out for everybody. And, and you know, that's just who I am. And it portrays in my music. And that's, you know, I think why a lot of people connect with me the way they do. Because like I tell everybody, I'm an artist, of course, but I'm a fan first. You know, music, music's what got me through, you know, all of my life. And still to this day, you know, if I'm having a shitty day or I just want to vibe out, you know, Music's what we all go to, and that you know, at the end of the day, it, it's it's a relief, you know, no matter how you use it. Yes, preach on, preach on. The people can hear you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I hear them clapping. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, 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 wait a second. You mentioned earlier about kids. You're are you are you your dad too? Yep. So I'm, I'm. I just turned 33 in December. I've got three kids. Um, my oldest, she's not biologically mine, uh, but I've been in her life since she was about a year and a half old. Um, and my other two, my son is seven and my daughter is six. They are 11 months and two weeks apart to the day. Um, unfortunately, they live in Oklahoma. I live in uh, I live in Kentucky. Um, but I get them, you know, pretty much most of the summer. I get them, you know, any kind of breaks that I can. Um, and like I said, they're one of my biggest reasons for doing this as well, because, you know, I was that kid. I, I can I can tell you, I, I almost remember it like it was yesterday telling, you know, to people that I, I guess were supposed to be my parents that when I grew up, I wanted to be, you know, a wrestler. We had talked about the wrestling earlier and just the sheer look like I understand, you know, as, as a parent now, that's obviously, a, a you know pretty big dream to have but you know there was nothing but sheer you know you need to have a better idea like you know there's no way in hell you know you just need to basically buck up and prepare to work a factory for the rest of your life and just accept that, you know, things are the way they are and you know it's like me as a parent I'm like yeah you know dreams they're scary and they're not easy but I want my kids to believe if they want to be you know to quote Mask Wolf, I guess, you know, if you want to be the best astronaut in the ocean, go for it. Like, dad'll do whatever I can to support you. You know, I'm not going to tell you it'll be easy, but 
by all means, I'll hold your hand through it while we figure it out. And, you know, that's why I do this music, because, you know, at the end of the day, my kids can say, you know, dad chased his dream. And, you know, whether it takes me anywhere or not, you know, my kids, my daughter actually just was on video chat with her right before I got on this thing with you. And uh, she's like, Daddy, I just want you to know I listen to your music at least every day if I can. And, you know, just that right there, like if nobody else ever listened to my music and liked it, I, I could die happy. You know, my kids love it. They I both I got them both T-shirts with my little logo on it. And they were both like you'd have thought them. I get, a guy gave them a million dollars when they got those. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to wear these to my friends. And, you know, it's like right there. Is, that's what I do this for it. No, that is so sweet. Aww. It's adorable. It's adorable. They they definitely changed me. You know, I was I mean, I'm not going to say I was a bad person. You know, I'm, I'm 33 years old. I've only been to jail once. Knock on wood. You know, I don't have no felonies. I don't you know, I, I've pretty much lived a, a decent life and tried to do right by people. And, you know, I've, I've had my got my skeletons and all that. But, you know, the moment I had met my oldest, like I said, she she wasn't even mine. But from the minute, you know, she came into my life, it was like, OK, you know, it's time to. It's time to do what you got to do as as a man and a father. And then my son was born, and it was, you know, it was a whole new, whole new ball game. And and then you know my final, my youngest, my little girl, she she completed the puzzle. She's she loves her mama, but she's a daddy's girl for sure. And she poor little kid looks just like me, and it cracks me up. But she's she loves her some daddy, and I I couldn't be happier. Aww. I'm so happy for you guys. I'm so happy. Aww. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course, of course. I've done a couple dads on here, so it's always nice to hear about the kids. It's so nice. Now, I'm curious, though. Another thing you mentioned earlier is that your kids listen to your music. How does that feel for your kids to listen to your own music? Like, how does it feel? Like, how does it feel... Like, how, how's their reactions? Like, how's that whole experience, like, is and has been, you know, them listening? So, it first started last year um, I when I first started releasing music. Um, I was still living, well, I say last year, I forget it's 2022. So, <laughs> um, back in 2020, when I first started releasing music is obsolete, uh, one of the first songs I did was called My Story. Um, and it's exactly that, you know, um, it was a very meaningful, heartfelt, you know, this is kind of who I am. Um, and that was the first song that I had really released and kind of pushed. Um, and my kids, you know, had heard it when they had visited the first time after I had recorded it and stuff. And they had went back to their moms and it had been probably a couple weeks and I had seen them again. And my daughter's just running around the house and she's singing, you know, you don't know my story. And it was just like holy cow, like, you know, it was weird because I've heard this same kid running around my house singing, you know, Tom McDonald and Tech Nine and, and Eminem and all these guys that, you know, they all listen to. And, it, you know, just hearing her run around the house singing my song, it just, I don't know, I guess that kind of gave me another spark that, you know, really fueled the, okay, you know, this this is, I'm doing the right thing. You know, this is who I'm doing it for. And I, I can't stop now. Oh, yeah, you can't stop now. Look at you. That must have been so amazing. Your daughter's actually singing your song. Uh, I can already envision it right now. 
it cracks me up hearing it too because I'm just like, yeah, she she's singing it word for word, just getting down. I'm like, you, I love it. <laughs> oh, I love it too. And that's actually good because now you know who's going to be the musical one in the family now. You know, it's going to be the musical one. It, it cracks me up. So probably about maybe three years ago, um, I want to say it was right around Christmas time. My ex-wife had a uh, like little MIDI keyboard type thing that, you know, you could hook up and play. And she had sent us a video of my daughter sitting there and she had her little karaoke microphone and she's playing on the piano, all these crazy notes and just singing this song. And, you know, I, I don't know if she knew what she was singing about because it was very random, but it was just it was quite cute watching her just go to it. And like I said, it's stuff like that, you know, that if that's what they wanted to do, you know, cool. I mean, obviously I have a lot of experience and can tell them a lot of stuff they want to know, but you know, just seeing that, like it cracks me up that, you know, you don't realize how much your kids are like you until you see stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think every, I think every dad feels like that too. I feel like they feel like, uh, you know, like how they, like, it's not possible to do that thing in the world until their kids, like that's why kids are so important to, that's why they're very important. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody's got a dream and everybody's, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I tell everybody, you know, I'm a different kind of parent. Like, I don't, you know, I don't lie to my kids. I mean, obviously, you know, things like the Santa Clauses and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> I leave alone. But, you know, it's like I, I keep it real with my kids because at the end of the day, you know, we, I wish my, my, you know, I guess if we're going to call them parents would have done that with me. Like, you know, nobody prepares you for the world. Like <laughs> the world's rough. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to rob you of your innocence. I just want you to understand, like, you know, this is what's going on. Absolutely. And, and that was another part I like too, is that you keep it, you know, you keep it yourself. Even in your, like, even in your performance, first of all, was that your bedroom, by the way, when you did yours? We were in your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got my studio set up over here in the corner of the room, and that's where I do all my stuff at. Oh. Wow. Okay. First of all, that is so lucky. <laughs> so lucky. But you even kept your performance, like, you even kept that natural. Like, you were just yourself, you went all out, and, you know, people, you know, they enjoyed it. I was like, what? That's not a shock. Like, what the? You guys not enjoy that? It, what? It cracked me up. Aaron had reached out, like I said, after the, the Rise of the Phoenix Festival, and he's like, you know, we were just talking back and forth, and he's like, man, I'm, I'm glad you got placed where you did in that, you know, spot. He's like, because it kind of just drew everybody in and, and kept everybody sticking around. He's like, cause you know, you were just, you're so unique, man, your sound. He's like, and you just, you look like you were in your element. And I'm like, man, that's, if anybody ever wants to know, you know, who I am as a person, you know, just, just watch me doing music. Like that's, that's me. You know, I'm a whole, it's a whole different person up there. Cause like I said, I'm in my element, you know, it's like a, a fish in water. Oh, <laughs> I had no idea Aaron responded to you. Wow. Yeah, he that like I said, I'm actually uh I'm signed with those oh. guys now and doing uh I'm working on a collab well, I say a collaborative EP, but I've got um uh, about 
12 to 15 beats that my next album is going to be strictly enigmatic producers. Um, I'm going to reach out to a couple guys on the label and get some features and stuff. And that's, that's going to be the first thing that I really release with those guys. Um, I've got an album that I'm actually dropping. I want to say beginning of February, I'm waiting, uh, Hermie and the guy over at enigmatics, finishing up a couple tracks for me, mixing, mastering, getting those ready. Um, and then I'm releasing the album right around the first of February. I'm hoping, um, and then in between the release of that and finishing this enigmatic album, once I get that going, I'm going to be dropping the EP in between. It's uh, my collaborative EP called The House of Obsolete, Volume 1, The Losers Win Again. Um, and it's going to be my collaborative EP with my, you know, Chris Calico features and Jaron Benton's and some other local guys that I, you know, do music with and just a, a collection of you know, like I said, exactly that, a collaborative EP that I'm going to start doing, you know, in between working on albums and stuff like that. That way I can, you know, showcase because I love doing my own music, but I love featuring, you know, with other artists, whether it's, you know, them on my songs or, you know, on other people's songs. Because, like I said, that's just, you know, it, it's fun for me, you know, a buddy of mine sending over something and, hey, man, I think, you know, you sound really dope on this. Would you do a verse for me? And you know, sitting down and, and, and coming up with some stuff for them and then watching how happy they are. And, you know, one of the guys, I, I just went and did a show last night up in Louisville. Um, and one of the main reasons I was going, uh, my buddy Mo White was performing and him and I got two songs together. So he was wanting me to come and perform our two songs with him. So I was like, yeah, you know, I, I got offered to do a set, but at the time I just had, you know, too much stuff going on and didn't really want to guarantee, you know, that I, I could come and do that. So, then today it was Thursday, th Wednesday or Thursday. The guy that was putting the show on had messaged me, and he's like, "Hey man, you know, are you still coming to perform with Mo?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be there." And he's like, "Well, you know, bring a set with you. I had a couple guys cancel, so you know, if you'd like to fill in, I'd, I'd appreciate you, you know, doing a little set." So I wound up getting to do a little fifteen minute set as well, and you know, just stuff like that, like watching people come together through music. You know, it's it's awesome to me. Oh yeah, I I know a feeling very well. Hey, by the way, did Mo like his performance? Did he like it? He did. He was he was super excited to to get on. He uh like I said when I found out about the the next one, he was one of the first people that came to my mind. I I just met him this year, and uh, actually the first show I met him at was his first ever show that he had done. He had just kind of started doing music, and I just instantly was kind of drawn to him because of his sound and. You know, that genre in itself, like that lane, it, it's wide open right now. And he's he's really good at what he does. And he makes all of his beats and, you know, does all of his own production and stuff. And so him and I have worked a lot together. And he, like I said, he was one of the first people that I could think of to reach out and have him be a part of it. And he was definitely glad to and had a lot of fun doing it. Aww. I love that support. And I can tell because you kept bugging me about it. You were like... It was almost a surprise too. Like he didn't sign up. Like I didn't get a sign up thing, but you know, I just had to just trust that you and Aaron got it because he does things. He sometimes does things out of my reach. You know, he just does things. You know, without you know telling. And Aaron's always. He's Aaron. I've noticed like every time I talk with him, he's always got like a million things going, you know, it's like, I almost feel bad for him, but I, that's part of it, you know, I know how it goes, so, 
that's when I was like, well, if I can play middleman here and, and work it out, you know, because I, I knew he'd understand, you know, it's not like it would have ruined a friendship by any means. But, you know, I didn't want to be that guy like, oh, well, I know I told you about this and told you I could get you on, but sorry and shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that was key. I did not know that about, you know, like I knew about the million things, but I did not know, like, how closely that is. I'm going to get him later. <laughs> Aaron, yeah, he, I, I like Aaron a lot. The first time, you know, when he he had reached out to me about signing with them, I was, of course, you know, a little little sketchy. I'm not gonna lie, you know, some dude reaching out to me on Instagram talking about signing me to a label, like, you know, that I've gotten a million of these messages at this point, you know. So him and I kind of talked back and forth, and he's like, man, you know, if you'd like to, I'll, I'll send you the Discord info, and you know, we can hop in and do a video chat and kind of you know, chop it up and talk about, you know, what we're doing over here and what we'd like to do with you. And, you know, if it sounds like something you want, cool. And if not, you know, no hard feelings. And uh, so him and I got got on a video chat and I mean, we probably talked for two, two and a half hours by the time it was all said and done. And, you know, I knew I kind of knew from the minute we started talking that, you know, I was going to sign and, and work with those guys. But by the end of the conversation, there was definitely no doubt in my mind because, you know, those guys over there, I have the same vision that I do that, you know, we we just want to see everybody eat. I mean, there's there's enough of it out there for everybody to get some, you know, and if we support each other and and work with each other and bring each other up, you know, we we can achieve anything we want to, man. You know, we just got to support each other and grind it out and, you know, survive the hard times, man, and the, the self-doubts and the, the wanting to give up. And, you know, there's there's bigger things for us in the picture, so... Exciting, and I'm so thankful that you found you know the label. I was I didn't even think you were like you were like signed up until you sent the roster over to me, and he was like, he was like, check this out. I was like, oh, is that obsolete? Oh, oh, look at that. That was impressive. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty excited. Like, did he just say congratulations? You're signed to the label, or like? Did he, did he do that or he just, you know, just did, hey, did you surprise for you? <laughs> so when he reached out, you know, on Instagram, that was, you know, that wasn't the first thing he had mentioned. But after a few messages back and forth, you know, he had mentioned it. And he's like, obviously, you know, it, this is what, you know, what's going on. He's like, and if you want to talk about it, you know, by all means, give me a call. And, and like I said, by the time we had ended the conversation, I just knew, like, you know, that's what I needed to do. These guys, you know, believe in me, and they're, they're seeing the same thing that I'm seeing. And, you know, so it, it was just kind of like, all right, you know, where do I sign? So. Oh, my God, you're the instance. Like, yep, I'm a sign, yep. <laughs> wow, all right, okay. I see you. Um, and speaking about that, I'm excited for your album um coming up is this your debut album as a solo artist or you did other big projects before uh this is a debut like as the solo artist as obsolete i've i've had one album that i did before as the other artist's name that i was using but it was still kind of a collective project um but this is the debut full-fledged my album done completely my way Wow, amazing. How was that? Having that creative freedom, how is 
it's fun and very, very stressful. Um, it's been it's been a long road to get here. Like I said, the first couple of releases I did, I did all on my own. I tried to engineer myself, you know, and get sounding good enough so I could release. Um, and they just weren't quite there quality wise. So I, you know, waited and was still writing and working on it. And, you know, it's been about a year and a half in the making and finally got the last two tracks coming back from Hermian. And it's, you know, it's cool to see it all put together and how I've, you know, got the song, the playlist lined up, how the songs kind of go from one to the next. And it's fun. But like I said, it's, it's a little bit stressful. Oh yeah, you don't have the dependency of another person anymore. It's like it's all you, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, but it is amazing though if you get to, you know, you get that incomplete freedom and you're working with Ingematic. Like I love Ingematic. Like I chat with the guy every single you know day of my life. Every day I chat with them and check out their you know check out their shit. Like. You're in good company. You know, props to that. You're in good company. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, there are definitely some good dudes over there. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Life did take a turn on you. Did you ever think, you know, this could happen to a guy like you? Like, you were once, like, a promoting, like, small artist, and now you're on your way to something even bigger. Did you ever think this could happen? I knew the possibility was there. I mean, obviously, you know, it, you see people like I've seen a lot of guys that I've I've seen doing music for years, you know. I mean, Kato, the producer, that's one of the biggest names I can think of right now, you know, and watching, you know, him doing the little contest that he did over the years, you know, back when he was with Funk Volume and, and stuff like that and just watching guys like that, you know, get to that point in success. I knew it was possible, but I never thought, you know, I'd be enough on somebody's radar to really be out there. But then again, you know, like I said, the first 10 plus years I was doing music, I had probably did a handful of shows and they were mostly local shows. So I never really pushed myself outside of my comfort zone, so to speak. Um, and now, like I said, this last year I've done seven shows um i've done four of them up in louisville kentucky which is about two and a half hours away from me um i've done two of them in clarksville tennessee which is about 45 minutes away and then i did two of them down in nashville tennessee um and that's about an hour and a half away um and it's you know it was it's crazy like you know getting on stage and finally getting out there when you know that wasn't normal for me like even the, when I got on stage the first time last year, that was the first time I had been on stage in probably, you know, seven, eight years. So it was it was weird for sure, because it took a minute to kind of let the spotlight, you know, not be so bright and not so hot. And But, you know, once once first couple seconds of the song got going, it was just like, you know, riding a bike it's like I was meant to be. Absolutely. And I feel like that too, like, I had a feeling because um, when I first met you on Facebook, I checked out some of your music, you know, I was like, yep, yeah. you know, like, I knew, like, this could happen, but, you know, look how much it took you, I mean, now this is, like, exciting, you know, um, this is, like, huge what's going on, like, have you really took all this in, like, really took in all the success, have you took this all in? 
it, it took me a minute, like right after I had signed with the label, um, my fiance had asked me one day, she's like, I had said something about, you know, oh, I got to talk to the guys at the label or something along those lines. She's like, how does that feel, by the way? And I was like, you know, I, I hadn't really thought about it, I guess, but, you know, it definitely feels good. And it's still, you know, I'm, I don't know if I, I want to call it humble. I tell people all the time I'm, I'm awkward as can be until I get, you know, it takes me a minute, even, you know, at shows where I know people and stuff, it, till, it still takes me a minute to kind of get in that comfort zone, you know, cause I, I deal with my own anxieties and things like that. But, you know, it's like, it, it doesn't feel real to me, you know, still, you know, these people, Hey man, I love your music. Awesome show, you know, stuff like that. Like it almost feels surreal to me because again, you know, I, it took, it took me a long time to realize I even deserved it, let alone, you know, that people would give it to me. So it's definitely it's definitely a, a weird feeling, and I don't think I've taken it fully in, um, especially because, you know, like I said, this year, uh, one of the first songs. So I'm waiting on DistroKid to upload my what will be my first single of the year. Um, it's called Smooth Talk. It's got myself, a buddy of mine, Don Blacksmith, that I've known for years. Um, he's a buddy of mine out of New York. And then it's got Capadonna from Wu-Tang on it. Um, and that was from a beat pack that I had got through some guys, Temper Beats. Um, but my next release after that is going to be Disappear. Um, and that's featuring Chris Calico on a Wishmaster beat. Um, and that's another one of those as well. You know, Wish and Chris kind of did this beat, you know, combo thing a couple months back. And when I first heard about that, you know, I was like, I have to hop on that opportunity, like, you know, to feature on a song with, somebody like Chris Calico, who, you know, his music is, is one of those guys who, you know, at one point, you know, really pulled me out of a dark place. So to even, you know, have the opportunity to be on a song with somebody like that, you know, for a guy like me is insane because, you know, that guy is like, I mean, yeah, he's a celebrity, but, you know, I had the pleasure of actually meeting him last year on a virtual meet and greet. And, you know, like I said, I'm an awkward person. The first like two minutes, you know, I'm I could tell I was really awkward. And he's like, man, don't worry about it. You know, he's like, I get it. You know, uh, you know, just just treat me like everybody else. And, you know, to say, you know, I'm on a song with Chris Calico, like that's insane to me because I'm just some little dude from Hopkinsville, Kentucky that, you know, does music, you know, not for a living. I mean, I work a regular nine to five job and, you know all that stuff but to, to say I've, I've had the opportunity to be a song you know with him is is insane i can imagine that i mean working with a talented producer i take that i take that chance any day yeah you know and wishmaster i mean that i did not realize you know how far back wishmaster had been doing stuff he had actually you know kind of come on my radar this year through you know these shows that i did in nashville um and you know, realizing how long he had been doing it and how far, you know, him, how far back him and Chris went, it was just kind of weird. Like, I had actually, before I really knew who he was, I had bought some beats online from him um, and then found out he was coming to the showcase show that I was doing in Nashville as a special guest judge. And it was just weird, like, you know, how everything lined up, you know, I just found out about him, you know, 
few months prior to that, wound up getting some beats. Now all of a sudden he's going to be judging at this showcase. Like, and then one of the songs that I performed at the showcase was on one of his beats, uh, my song 86. And, uh, that was just, you know, again, it was crazy to me. Like I'm here performing a song on this huge, you know, platinum winning producer on one of his beats and watching me do so like, and I shook his hand and spoke to him. Like, it's crazy to me. You know, I've met celebrities before, you know, I'd met Tom McDonald years ago and I'd met Ritz and, and, you know, guys like that going to shows, but that was always as a fan, you know, that's, that's a different ball game, but sitting there and, you know, shaking a guy like Wishmaster's hand as an artist myself and, and, you know, showcasing myself, it was definitely, definitely weird for me. I can imagine, like, what? You met Tom McDonald? I can't believe that. I'm so jealous now. That was, it was pretty cool, man. I will say, you know, he, uh, he performed at the warehouse in Clarksville, Tennessee, which is one of the same venues I actually performed at, uh, this last year. Um, and it was awesome. Like he, before he performed, he was out talking to fans, talking to everybody, meeting, signing autographs. And the show he did was amazing. And then afterward he was still, I mean, he hung around forever signing autographs and just looking out for people. So it was, it was pretty cool. Oh man. So lucky. Now I hate you because <laughs> you got him. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So jealous. I mean, I guess that's the perks of being a dad and thirty. I guess that's the perks. <laughs> <laughs> that whole show too. It wound up like there's a whole long story as to how we even wound up getting to see him in concert. Like it just one of those right time, right place, you know, perfect timing moment. So it worked out. Are you kidding me? So you didn't even have to. You didn't even have to lift a finger. Now I really hate you. Now, now I really do. Can you believe this? Come on. Uh, the only thing that make it worse if you actually talk with him. No, unfortunately, that that would have been pretty dope. But you know, I wasn't. I wasn't really on anybody's radar at that time. Like I said, I was there more as a fan than anything else. So. Oh, gotcha. You still listen to his music? Yeah, I, I prefer a lot of his older stuff compared to most of the newer stuff, but I definitely definitely like what he's doing. Nice. Well, I can see why you prefer the older stuff. I mean, you're from around his time, so I can definitely see the relation. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Are y'all, but I like puns. I'm sorry, I like puns. <laughs> yeah. I, nothing wrong with yeah. a good pun. That's why I tell people when yet they're cringed by, like, come on, I like puns. <laughs> now, another thing that I was curious about is, of course, your artist name, um, Obsolete. Um, so, does Obsolete, um, kind of reflect on your own life, you know, because obsolete means, like, you know, out of, you know, out of order or something different. Like, does that reflect your life or, you know, is that, like, the opposite? That's kind of what drew me to it, I think, when I was thinking of names, uh, because, you know, when, when you think of obsolete, you think of, you know, something that just, it doesn't exist, it's not important, you know, it, it's obsolete. Um, and, 
that's like I said, you know, kind of the story of my life. And I was never, you know, the kid that, you know, I, like I said, not bringing up too much of my past, but, you know, I was, me, me and my parents haven't spoken in nine years probably, and it'll be a hundred years, you know, before I ever plan oh. to speak to them again. Um, and, you know, that was, I was 27 years old before I finally stood up and said, you know, enough is enough. I, I, I know who I am. I know what I'm worth and I don't, I don't have to allow you to, to be in my life. Um, and, you know, honestly, that was one of the most freeing moments ever, you know, because I think at that moment, I truly became who I was supposed to be because, you know, I tell everybody, my grandmother raised me from the time I was 10 years old until I was about 14. Um, I lived with her and my grandfather, and that was the closest thing to a parent I had ever really had growing up. Um, and thanks to her, I really learned what being a man and, and being, you know, just a respectable person is. Um, so, you know, that was, I lost her in 2008. Um, and, you know, ever since then, it was like, you know, I'd always felt like I never really belonged. You know, my parents really didn't give a shit. You know, they they put on the facade and tried to act like they did. But, you know, they I'd always felt like, you know, I wasn't good enough or I wasn't, you know, nobody cared. So obsolete was kind of, you know, who I really was. Like, that's kind of who I felt like I am. And that's my character as well. The little logo I have. Um, I call her my mom, Maggie. I'm, I'm blessed to have this woman in my life. She is uh, she is my step aunt by marriage. Um, I've known her, you know, my whole life. And this woman has become like a mom to me over the last few years. And she she loves my music and she's not a fan of rap music by any means. You know, she that's not her style. But, uh, you know, she loves my music. And she told me one time, she said, you know, I love your logo because even though it's a little morbid and twisted, it's definitely fitting for you because, you know, it's kind of this teddy bear that's been beaten and abused and, you know, sewn back up together and still pushing on. And, you know, that's that's who I am. Like, you know, I've 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 had the shit kicked out of me, you know, my life and, and could have easily just given up and you know, that's the easy route. Nothing about me has ever been easy. You know, I don't know what the definition of quit is and I don't ever want to. It's like, I'll, I'll keep doing what I love doing and, and clawing and fighting until the day they bury me. And, you know, I actually just put in a song recently, you know, they better bury me deep because I might come back because that's how crazy my ass <laughs> is. <laughs> wow. So. But like, on a serious note though, like, wow, like, I never knew how much pain you endured, like, like, firstly, and you know, let's go. Oh, you're, you're fine. I mean, I tell everybody, you know, it took me a long time to not necessarily accept it, you know, and even be comfortable talking about it. But, you know, I came to the realization that that's not on me. That's on them. And when I had that moment of clarity to realize, like, you know, just because that's how they chose to treat me and view me doesn't mean that's how everybody else does. And once I finally broke that, I think that was really when my music took a complete turn because I finally started being comfortable about talking about that stuff and, and you know, letting that out. And, you know, I'm not, I could sit here and whine and complain and, you know, mom and dad didn't do this and all of that, but it's like, I'm grateful for going through that because it made me who I am today and it made me an amazing father which was a big thing for me you know growing up I always knew I never wanted to be anything like the person that was supposed to be mine 
Um, and I am nothing like that, you know, so I'm grateful for the lessons it taught me. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's a shitty way to go and it's a hard way to learn, but at the end of the day, it made me who I am. So, you know, I, why, why not be appreciative? You know, it's like, yeah, it sucks. And I wouldn't want anybody to go through it, but it, it allowed me to become who I am. Exactly. Exactly. And it was like it was like breathtaking the way that you took charge and you really took charge of your own, you know, of your own life. I mean, you have offense with shitty parents, by the way. Um, oh, you're not wrong. I mean, and I'm grateful. You know, like I said, I, I had my grandmother raise me when I was young, and you know, still, still learning a life. And now I have my my mama Maggie in my life, who you know. That woman loves me, you know, like I am her son. And, and it, it, you know, people like that, that especially her, you know, she's not even blood. You know, she don't really have to even have a relationship with me anymore. Um, and, you know, her and I have this bond that it's insane. And I'm so grateful, you know, for that, because like I said, had, you know, I had a different childhood. You know, I don't think her and I would have the relationship we have. I don't think I'd have the relationship with my kids that I have. So, you know, it, it was all learning, learning lessons. I mean, sadly, they were tough. But at the end of the day, you know, I wouldn't change it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I even consider the whole, um, I even consider the whole experience you had, you know, beforehand, you know, a lesson because God, I I had some of life like that, but I didn't feel like I belonged either. So um, I feel like that experience was a teaching moment, you know, because it shows, okay, it shows, first of all, that your parents are terrible. And then, <laughs> and then second, it shows, you know, signs of who you are or like clues of who you are. Like it kind of starts to map out, you know, what your life before will look like. You must have been a tough cookie because you're because you like wrestling, which I love wrestling. Like I still watch uh Raw, like anybody who asks me like on Saturdays I would watch Raw because I love wrestling. Um But my my point is is that I consider that a teaching moment. Yeah. I don't know if you do, but I do consider, you know, the whole experience beforehand, like a real, you know, teaching moment. I don't know if that's the same. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I definitely, it it taught me a lot for sure. And like I said, you know, it, you don't have to be, you know, that was, I guess that what what makes me appreciate the friendships and relationships I do have now is because, you know, blood doesn't make you family, you know, and, and you don't have to be who, you know, you come from or anything like, you know, we can break our own generational curses. It, it all stops, you know, with whoever, if, if you decide to break the cycle, you know, the first way I explained it to people for so long, um, you know, everybody was like, I just don't understand. Like, how do you just, you know, cut your parents off like that? And it's like, well, you know, if I went to the hospital tomorrow and they told me I had gangrene in my leg. You know,
have to cuddle them in my life, you know, and I know that's crazy to some people like when they hear that, but you know, that's one thing I tell people all the time, you know, family, family can be the best thing and it can be the worst thing. But at the end of the day, we are our own person. We determine who we want to be. We don't have to be what anybody else thinks we are. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's just overwhelming for me. So if I don't respond, <laughs> like, that's why. Sorry. Um, oh, you're fine. Does that side of you that strives, you know, and that is, you know, free, does that reflect in the music too? Oh, it definitely does. Um, You can hear that, like I said, a lot of my pain and stuff with my songs, but you can hear that hunger too. Like, I want, you know, not necessarily for people to know who I am, but like my biggest thing is, you know, even if a few people hear my message and, you know, just like what we were talking about, you know, with the, the breaking the generational curses and all of that stuff. Like I want to use my music as a tool to do that because, you know, some people might be going through similar shit and and scared to talk about it or not, you know, not know what to do. You know, it's like, and, and I'm that person, like, you know, I tell my friends or even if I don't know you, like my, my inbox is always open because life, life is a motherfucker and it will kick you. And, and just when you think it can't get any worse, it'll kick (laughs) you again. But at the end of the day, you know, it's how we respond, you know, and, and, we could let it get the best of us and just accept things are the way they are and nothing will ever change or, you know, we can keep grinding and keep going. And, you know, when they tell us no, we tell them yes. And when they say no again, we tell them fucking watch me. And that's kind of what it boils down to. Yeah, absolutely. And you're not wrong. I mean, God, like, why do I buy self-help books? Like, I'm starting to regret buying self-help books. I'm learning so much more and some crappy white women would write in their self-help book. Even a man, like... Yeah. I gotta get rid of those books when this is done. We gotta get rid of all those books. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that is bullshit compared to, like, what I'm hearing now. It's like, like damn, like... But this is even much... I tell people all the time, I should write a book like and I think I might do that in my later years in life, you know, because just the shit I could tell people, you know, it it sounds like it's straight out of a fucking movie. And, you know, it's like, no, that that's my life. You know, it's like I'm not bragging or any anything like that. But it's like, you know, the things I've seen, the things I've went through, less men, you know, would would have gave up. I mean, honestly, you know, it's that's the reality of it. You know, I face times where. You know, I wasn't sure where my next meal was coming from, what I was going to do, you know, how I was going to figure some shit out and, and whether it was God or whatever it may have been. You know, I've always been one. I'm going to hustle until I get it. And, you know, like I said, I, I've seen it and been through some things that you're just like, wow, man, that that can't be real. Like you you saw that in a movie, right? Like, no, no, that's my life. <laughs> Hey, you're not, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. You've got to create a book. Like, if only people really knew like that inside, like, things would be so much better. Like, they need to hear those lessons. They need to hear their experiences. Because there's kids and adults. I've interviewed a lot of them that are just like you. They feel out of place. They don't feel, you know, they don't feel like they belong. So, so 
you're doing one. It's official. I'm putting it in my, I'm putting it into my reminders. You know, remind obsolete that you're writing a book. I'm going to put it right now on my reminders, <laughs> you know, and I might even have to spam you. Remember? Yeah. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Aaron hits me up all the time. He's been on my ass since he found out I was pretty close to finishing the album. He's every couple of days. So how's that album coming along? It's like, man, my work is done. I'm, I'm just waiting on the, the engineer guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like, I done did my part. But, you know, I love it, man. I love, like I said, that's another reason why, you know, when people hit me up for features, like I always jump on that, especially, you know, there's times where I'll go a week without really writing anything, kind of getting that writer's block funk. And then somebody will hit me up and be like, hey, man, you know, I want you to jump on this song. And it's like, Kind of gives you that spark, like, all right, you know, the little kick in the ass to get something exactly, going. Exactly, exactly. And I'm not surprised about that. Aaron has been, oh, he's been, not like, not like a horrible ug, but like, like a, like a positive ug. Like, he's been bothering. He's on yes. it, man. He, he is grinding. He's he's got a mess. I I tell him all the time. I was like, you got a mastermind, dude. You 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 definitely. He sees it, man, and I. That's what sold me, you know. Just hearing the passion that he had talking to him in that video chat, like that's that's that same passion and energy that I've got, you know, and, and want to do. Absolutely, and I feel like y'all relate so much, you know, because difference with uh, like I can feel you guys relate because he's different from others too, and y'all relate a lot. So I'm not surprised you guys were cross. Yeah. And not gonna lie, he bothers me too, not gonna lie. Like, he keeps trying about, well, you're an artist, so it's different, you know, for me. But I'm, but it's like, it's almost like a simile, almost, when he chats with me. <laughs> but, oh yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and, you know, just speaking about the book, um, about the lessons. First thing I appreciate him, first of all. Um, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not 30, like, the people, first of all, they think I'm 30, but I'm really not, you know, like, firstly, I do really appreciate, um, you know, this incredible talk, first of all, like, I've, I've, I've learned so much, I can't wait for your new music, um, things are coming, and I can't wait to see how this music you know, career works out for you. Like, like, like this warms my heart. You know, hearing all this stuff from you, and you know, like, it, like it means a lot to me. You know, I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Anything for you, literally anything. Um, one last thing though is that it's time for your little showcase. Time to. Time to get these pull some goodness. <laughs> Let her rip. So what I'm going to pull up is uh, it's called Groundhog's Day. It's going to be the, I say the first track on the album, but it's actually going to be the second track on the album. It's just the first actual song on the album. I've got a little intro on the album. Um, but it's called Groundhog's Day, and it's basically just that. Like It's kind of a summary of me feeling like, you know, my life's on constant repeat. I'm running this hamster wheel, and every day is Groundhog's Day. Clever! So this is going to be... Yeah. 
So the this, like I said, this is going to be the first actual song on the new album that's going to be dropping about February. Um, the album's called The Dystopia of an MC, and this is Groundhog's Day. Can, can you hear the music? Kind of, but yeah. Hey, let me turn that a little better. Yep. I'll tell you Family get together, I stuck the traffic growth bad, dudes at the weather, COP was bad, they made a bad decision, they did the crime, but now you'll be the prison, guess what they had in mind, ever be ever rap, to bring it to me, you know, the ones that I had to slam, you see what's pink shit, sat on the lights wrong, she was the queen bitch, hard made the stone, but now the big dreams, and the grand plans, flew out the window, when the doctor put you in there, and it's Cost me having to cry and ego that had to smile. So that thing wasn't the only one with a vibe. When this born, grandma said it went just from above. Got the proof on his head and had to walk in God's love. But then he was the devil. I know that this is it. But the first couple of years, love and try faking in. It was real easy. This thing will walk from home. Six months of darkness in the completely different time zone. Born in Alaska, but he's no Eskimo. All this thing he hit from New York, how'd you think this would go? I'll cast it from day one, wonder why he's filled with rage. Cause he's the groundhog in the hamster, but it's the game of bad cage. Wonder why he's filled with rage. Groundhog in the hamster, but it's the game of bad cage. Wonder why he's well, yeah, that's going to be the little intro first single off the, the dystopia of an MC out. Like I said, that's a little bit of, you know, the backstory of me coming into the world, I guess. Wow. <laughs> Impressive. Impressive pipes you got there. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. It. I appreciate it. It's been a long time. Like I said, I've been doing this for for so long and i'm just you know i'm having fun for a change I'm, I'm just writing what i feel and you know i'm not forcing it like i'm not one of those guys that i'm in the studio you know 20 30 40 hours a week trying to write and, and beating myself to death to come up with content like i write when i feel like writing and if i'm not you know writing what i feel like i should be writing you know i, I don't beat myself up and let it you know, it is work. Yes, I don't. I don't want to take anything away from that by any means. It's work, but I. I want it to be fun to you know because at the end of the day, this is a hobby. This is what I love doing, and you know that was one of the biggest things that made me kind of shy away from it before was it. It felt too much like work, and you know, like I said, it is work, obviously, but you can't force you know, something. If it's not natural, it's not authentic. That's just how I feel about it. So if I'm, you know, I'll sit here. I mean, there's times like I'll be real with you earlier today. Uh, you know, like I said, I had that show last night, had a long drive up, you know, had a long drive back, didn't get much sleep last night. So I kind of laid down, went to take a little power nap earlier and I'm laying there trying to sleep. And I just had this, you know, couple little six bars running through my head that was to a beat that I'm kind of working on now and it just kind of kept playing in my head and kept playing in my head and I'm like 
all right, damn it. And I put my glasses on real quick and I grabbed my phone and I wrote it down because I knew if I didn't write it down, I you know, wouldn't remember it when I got up. But, you know, that's kind of how I write and approach this music stuff. You know, I take it, you know, a little differently, I guess, than most, you know, but that's that's how I enjoy writing. That's how I feel like I keep the most authentic, you know, for myself. And that you succeeded in because you're definitely authentic. And that you, and that you did. <laughs> Um, never find another like me. I tell people, oh, never. <laughs> I can't find anyone like you. There's no other. Like I looked on Google, you're the only obsolete. Like you're the only one. <laughs> you know what's funny? You said that I didn't know that I could actually like Google myself. I know that's weird. You know, like even saying that. But like my mama Maggie, I talked to her about a week ago, and she was saying, uh, you know, one of her friends had Googled me. And I was like, wait, you you can actually Google me? Like, hold on. And I Google it. You know, I was like, oh, shit. All right, that's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. I even did my own show once. That was, like, nice. I'm all over Google. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to be even more on Google because the show is on a lot of platforms. You'll be, like, worldwide. Oh yeah, it's, that's the plan, man. Um, um this year I, I did a lot of shows last year, so this year I'm gonna be working on you know a lot of the new content and and putting a lot more behind my promotion and and getting my merch going a little better and and just pushing this music to the masses. Cause I mean, you know, I, I don't want to sound cocky or arrogant by any means, but I know don't you'll never find anybody that sounds like me for one. I, I can you know do a lot of different things musically. You know, as far as what I do as an artist, um, but, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, I, I want to be the hardest working room dude in the room, you know, and that's not a diss to anybody else. But I know what I'm capable of and I know if I push myself what I can achieve. And at the end of the day, that's what I'm going for. Like, you know, you're, you can tell me no all you want to, but I'm going to fucking do it whether you like it or not. <laughs> wow. Damn, you crazy. <laughs> wow, damn. Got no choice. Sorry, go ahead, sorry. Oh no, you're fine. I'm saying you I wasn't left much of a choice. I mean, you know, when you know, when the expectations were low, I knew I could, you know, exceed whatever expectations anybody had for me. So it was the expectations that I set for myself and I've been told my whole life I was crazy. I'm a scrawny ass white dude out of country ass Kentucky trying to be a quote unquote rapper. So, you know, I knew that the laughs and, you know, it took me a long time being comfortable telling people like, you know, I tell them I do music and they're like, Oh, what do you do? You know? And I know people look at me and they assume, you know, I'm going to do one style as soon as they hear me or, you know, I'm going to have this sound or something. And then I get up there and just watching the, the Oh shit moment, I guess, so to speak on people's faces when they realize like, Oh damn, dude's actually pretty good. Like <laughs> I am not surprised. Like you're like like you're like overwhelmingly really good. <laughs> well, I appreciate yeah, of that. Course. I mean And then when I blow up you can be like, Man, I had that dude on a podcast and I called it I knew it. <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking that too, like and that was crazy. Um, 
But if I saw you, I imagine that for a sec. I imagine all my interviewers on the Grammy stages or accepting awards, and I was, and you know, my first would be like, "Who is that?" Um, and then the host would say, "Obsolete, <laughs> you're getting the blah blah blah," and I'm like, "What? I remember him." Now that's the. I, I'm promising you one thing: you better not forget about me. You better not, you know. Oh hell no. You know, I'm grateful for all these opportunities, you know, stuff like this, man. You know, I tell people all the time, these little interviews and these little podcasts and stuff, you know, it it helps us artists so much. Like, you know, I don't I don't think you guys realize what it does. And, and I'm grateful that you even just want to sit down and talk to somebody like me. So, you know, it's like stuff like that. You can't you can't ever forget the people that actually showed you love, you know, when when nobody realized what the hell you were doing. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, you're speaking truth, and you're ten times my age. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people all the time, man, a buddy of mine used to tell me back in the day, I speak that ghetto gospel, and it, I, I didn't really realize, you know, what he meant, but he was like, man, you just got an old soul, bro, like, talking to you, you know, you think you're 60, 70 years old, man, he's like, you're just, you're, you're a very smart person, you're very well-spoken, and, you know, it's like, Music was definitely a good choice for me because it allows me that freedom and opportunity to do so. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But all, but all aside, uh, this was amazing meeting you, and you know, meeting somebody you know like you, like you know, you're you're unique. You know, like I'm never like I'm not gonna find someone like you. So I really do appreciate this. A lot, so you have no idea. Well, I, again, like I said, I appreciate you having me, and I'll definitely uh, get back on here anytime and do it again. Um, I'll definitely reach out to you once I get this album dropped. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it digitally, but I'm probably just gonna do it solely through like YouTube for the moment, um, or I might just do like iTunes and stuff. I haven't decided because I am, I am gonna do physical copies, so I'm gonna try to try to push the physical copies um, pretty hard because I'm old school. I, nothing, you know, nothing better than popping in a CD in, in the car or, you know, in the stereo at home and just, just vibing out. But uh, I'm going to be uploading it on some streaming services. I haven't really decided which ones yet, but as soon as I get that dropped, I'll definitely let you know. And, you know, you have to check it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And hey, you're not wrong. I love CDs. I even love vinyls. I know some people old, but I still listen to vinyls. I still listen. I still listen. It's really good. My one day that that's what I want to do I, when I get a couple songs that I really like, or even if, you know, when I come to retire or something like that, that's what I want to do one day. I want to have a vinyl just just for myself, never to play, you know, anything like that. I just want to have a vinyl with my music on it just because I think that would be dope. Like it's that old school, man. Like, you know, it's it's a different time. But, man, you know, when I think vinyl records, I think back when when music was thriving, you know, you could go to any genre and, and there were several artists that were just putting out great music, you know, and that that's to me what it's all about. Like, no disrespect to, to these guys, these, I guess people call them, you know, the mumble rappers, you know, and all that stuff. Like, you know, not hating on anybody because I'm, I'm not that kind of person. But to me, music is, you know, art. Like, I want you to paint a picture for me with your words. I want to see what you're, you know, saying. And, you know, that's why 
you know, to me, when I think vinyl records, that's what I think of. I think of the era where, you know, people were telling stories and, you know, you get get goosebumps when you hear that stuff. Like, that's what music is to me. Oh, uh, dude, you touched me. I felt that. Dude, I felt that much of a I mean, I tell people all the time, music saved my life, you know, in more ways than one. Like, I remember being that little kid, you know, me and my buddy were actually talking about it the other day back when Walkmans were a thing. You know, I remember being that kid on the bus. My Walkman was so beat to hell. I had it rigged up with a oh, rubber God. band and all kinds of shit to keep it closed. And, you know, the, the, the first Marshall Mathers LP was, was, you know, big at that time. And, you know, I just remember, you know, being young like that, you know, coming into my teenage years and, and, you know, being that kid, like I told you about, you know, coming from the shit I was and just, you know, hearing the stuff like Eminem was doing at that time and, and other artists, like, you know, I found uh, Notorious B.I.G. and Bone Thugs and DMX and all that stuff at that time. Like, that's really when hip hop and rap had came into my life. And it was like, man, you know, I, I, I loved old school rock and roll. That's, you know, old school rock and country was kind of what I was raised on. But, you know, when I came across hip hop, it was just like, man, I I feel this like, you know, and it, it kind of made me realize like, you know, that was I didn't know it then. But I think that was, you know, the the light switch like, man, this is this is what you're supposed to do. You know, this is this is home. So absolutely. 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 One hundred percent. And just in addition to all the wisdom you spread upon us, um, is there any last words you'd like to say um, for the audience, you know, because we've been so overwhelmed, I don't think they can take it, they need some time to take in what you said. <laughs> uh, all I can say is, I mean, first and foremost, like I said, thank you again for having me, um, and anybody that's tuning in, checking this out, you know, I appreciate all you guys listening, and you know, hearing my crazy story and, and learning a little bit about who I am as an artist. Um, you know, I'm excited for all you guys to check out my music and, uh, you know, feel free, you know, like I said earlier, you know, I'm, I'm that person, man, you know, you ever, ever down in a deep, dark place, you know, and just need somebody to fucking vent to reach out, man, you know, and just remember everybody can tell, you no, but only you can tell yourself yes. And at the end of the day, keep fucking grinding, no matter what anybody tells you, because at the end of the day, we only get, you know, one life, no matter, I mean, if you're religious and all that shit aside, but we get to physically live this life on this earth, you know, this one time and, and you know, live it your way, man. Don't, don't be a miserable person working a job you hate, you know, and sitting back when you're 67 years old going, man, I wish I would have, you know, I never wanted to be that person. And I don't want anybody to be that person because at the end of the day, like I said earlier, a hundred times, life fucking sucks, but we can make the most of it and learn to dance in the rain and, and enjoy it and weather the fucking storms. And, you know, at the end of the day, just do what we want to do because it's our life. Yes, yes, yes. Praise on, praise on. You should be in church, too. That should be another one. That be another <laughs> one. I'm gonna make sure to remind you I'll spam you. I'll be stuck I'll spam you later. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Um you all oh, God. oh god.
to blow with a blob. Uh, you all can catch obsolete down below and link provided. If you guys like live shows, make sure you catch all the ones that he's gonna do in the future. If you do, if you have not already have seen him, Rise of the Phoenix is uploaded on YouTube. Um, so everybody is free to watch it. And it's over 100 views, not gonna brag. Um, I hope you all had a great time tonight with this great convo. And I hope you all have learned something. Get it? <laughs> ah, love it. I hope you all have learned something. Took a notepad, took some notes, and had a few regrets. <laughs> But all jokes aside, I will catch you all next time. Have a great evening. And hey, don't do anything stupid. And anybody else who's just like this guy and your parents are, you know, they're dumbasses. They don't believe in you or they don't, they're not on the, they're not on the level that you are. It's time for you to open your mouth and say something. That's right. Stand up or get exactly. ran over. Although... If that happens, you gotta learn wrestling. That's another thing. Learn how to wrestle by the way. <laughs> That's right. Life's gonna throw plenty of punches. You just gotta learn to bob and weave. Exactly. 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 Awesome. Well, again, I appreciate you having me, man. And I'll catch you, you next time. And I will see you all next time. Love y'all. Don't do anything stupid. Peace out.